This is the Wikipedia page for Airline Meal. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Bernardo, KSN. Everybody out there, please remember to subscribe to Wikilisten because we want to have you back here again and again until you become part of our thrall. Please become part of our thrall. What's the deal with airline meals? That is the grossest thing I think anyone has ever said to me at the beginning of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because airline meals are gross. What's the deal? Nope, nope. Mm-mm. No, I'm not even participating in your terrible impression. <laughs> not um, even participating. I was not even attempting to do a real impression of the queen himself. Airline meal. This article needs additional citations for verification. Please help improve this article by adding citations to reliable sources. Unsourced material may be challenged and removed. An airline meal, airline food, or in-flight meal is a meal served to passengers on board a commercial airliner. These meals are prepared by specialist airline catering services and normally served to passengers using an airline service trolley. These meals vary widely in quality and quantity across different airline companies and classes of travel. They range from a simple snack or beverage in short haul economy class to a seven course gourmet meal in a first class long haul flight. The types of food offer also vary widely from country to country and often incorporate elements of local cuisine, sometimes both from the origin and destination countries. When ticket prices were regulated in the American domestic market, food was a primary means airlines differentiated themselves. Have you ever uh, flown first class? No, no. But I did on my on my way to Israel a few years ago. I did get upgraded to business class, which was basically just a more comfortable seat. Oh, okay. They do serve some impressive meals in first class every once in a while. It's a good time. Are you flexing right now? Um, I don't know. I I don't think so. I I feel like a lot of people have been in first class. I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people have. To my knowledge, I don't know lots of people who have flown first class. But you know what? I'm a working class person, so that's okay. I'm also a working class person who's an artist <laughs> who flies first class. When someone else pays for it, you damn straight I do. <laughs> History. The first airline meals were served by Handley Page Transport, an airline company founded in 1919 to serve the London-Paris route in October of that year. Passengers could choose from a selection of sandwiches and fruit. Contents. The type of food varies depending upon the airline company and class of travel. Meals may be served on one tray or in multiple courses with no tray and with a tablecloth, metal cutlery, and glassware, generally in first and business classes. Often, the food is reflective of the culture of the country the airline is based in or the country that the airplane is destined for, e.g. Indian, Japanese, Chinese or Western meals. That was an interesting choice of regional options to use as examples. Yeah, it could have been anything. It could have been literally anything. 
The airline dinner typically includes meat, most commonly chicken or beef, fish or pasta, a salad or vegetable, a small bread roll with butter, and a dessert. Condiments, typically salt, pepper, and sugar, are supplied in small sachets or shakers. Caterers usually produce alternative meals for passengers with restrictive diets. These must usually be ordered at least 24 hours in advance, sometimes when buying the ticket. Some of the more common examples include cultural diets, such as Turkish, French, Italian, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, or Indian style. Infant and baby meals. Some airlines also offer children's meals containing foods that children will enjoy, such as baked beans, mini hamburgers, and hot dogs. Kids love mini hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't... That doesn't... <laughs> I have a lot of problems with that bullet point, but I'm not going to get into it. Hey, medical diets, including low-high fiber, low-fat cholesterol, diabetic, peanut-free, non-lactose, low-salt sodium, low-purine, low-calorie, low-protein, bland, non-spicy, and gluten-free meals. Religious diets, including kosher, halal, and Hindu, Buddhist, and Jain vegetarian. What is Jane vegetarian? That's spelled J-A-I-N, everybody. What is that? Do you know? We have to hover over it. Oh, it's man. based in India, but I don't know much about it. It's a culture and philosophy, which includes vegetarianism. Vegetarian meals, typically further defined as either lacto-ovo or vegan meals. These meals may follow a particular cuisine, such as Asian cuisine or Western cuisine. Halal food. For several Islamic and Middle Eastern airlines, in accordance with Islamic customs, all classes and dishes on the plane are served a Muslim meal with halal certification without pork and alcohol. While Emirates, Etihad Airways, Oman Air, and Qatar Airways provide bottles of wine to non-Muslim passengers, the cabin crew does not deliver alcoholic beverages lest they violate Islamic customs unless those non-Muslim passengers specifically request it. Turkish Airlines does not serve any meals with pork or lard, but especially during international flights, a variety of alcoholic beverages are served upon request. Because Iran and Saudi Arabia apply strict Sharia regulations, those countries' airlines, e.g. Iran Air, Mahan Air, and Saudi Airlines, do not deliver pork or alcoholic beverages, and all airlines flying to or from Iran or Saudi Arabia are prohibited from serving either. However, Garuda Indonesia serves alcoholic beverages, whiskey, beer, champagne, and wine upon request. I did not know the airline food was so restrictive in, by different regions, but it, of course it makes complete sense. It does. Kosher food. Main article, kosher airline meal. In the case of Israel Airlines, El Al, Arkia, and Israel, all meals served are kosher certified by rabbis. Even at destinations outside Israel, sky chefs must be supervised by rabbis to make kosher meals and load their planes. Citation needed. Many other airlines also supply kosher certified meals, which they buy from outside certified providers and are supplied to the passengers sealed. These may contain food in double-wrapped foil containers, which can be heated up in the plain oven alongside non-kosher food without breaking the appropriate dietary laws. I did have the kosher meals at one point. And how were they? 
I didn't know that I had been signed up for the kosher food and I didn't want it. So it put a damper on it. Did they just sign you up for the kosher food because of your name? Well, I was on birthright. So. Oh, <laughs> oh you're on that, that trip, the, the Jewish discovery trip. Sure. That's a name for it. Cutlery and tableware. Before the September 11, 2001 attacks, first-class passengers were often provided with full sets of metal cutlery. Afterward, common household items were evaluated more closely for their potential use as weapons on aircraft, and both first-class and coach-class passengers were restricted to plastic utensils. Some airlines switched from metal to all-plastic or plastic-handled cutlery during the SARS outbreak in 2003. Hmm, sounds familiar since the SARS virus transfers from person to person easily and plastic cutlery can be thrown away after use. Many airlines later switched back to metal cutlery. However, some airlines such as Singapore Airlines, Qatar Airways, Japan Airlines, Emirates, Garuda Indonesia, and Swiss International Airlines continue to use metal utensils, even in economy class as of 2019. However, after the COVID-19 pandemic, majority of airlines are back to using mostly plastic cutlery citation needed. Some airlines also made the switch to plastic cutlery in economy class to recover costs resulting from passenger theft, of which metal cutlery tends to be a common item targeted. Did you ever fly first class before 9-11? Yes, I flew first class before 9-11. It was a very different experience. Everything was made of gold and metal. And there, so did you, have, me- did you have metal Canada. cutlery? Mm-hmm. I had metal cutlery. I had full on like just dinner plates. What? Yeah. When I first started acting, that was when I really started flying first class. Because I was in my like late 20s. Late 20s is when I first started like doing a lot more acting. And I started flying first class to places. And, when, and then that's when I found out that Flying first class is awesome. Although ultimately, I think it's not worth it to me personally. Like, I would never fly first class if buying first class is a stretch at all. Like, either I have to be like ridiculously rich or someone else is paying for it or whatever. But I would never be like, I have to be in first class. I don't think. Wiki listeners, please donate so that your host, Rachel Teichman, LMSW, can fly first class. Don't you worry, none, Rachel. Wiki Listen will make you first class someday. Someday. <laughs> someday. In May 2010, concerns were raised in Australia and New Zealand over their respective flag carriers, Qantas and Air New Zealand reusing their plastic cutlery for international flights between 10 and 30 times before replacement. Oh, gross. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Are they washing it? Maybe they were washing it. Both airlines cited cost-saving, international quarantine, and environmental as the reasons for the choice. Both have also said that the plastic cutlery is commercially washed and sterilized before reuse. Reusing plastic tablewares, though, is a regular practice among many airliners and food caterers. I don't care if it's commercially washed and sterilized. I don't want to use someone else's plastic cutlery. Well, I mean, if it's commercially washed and sterilized, what what's the problem? I don't know. It just kind of grosses me out. But I know, but you use other people's plastic things like a plastic cup and the, and ceramic plates. I think that's more about you. <laughs> For cleanliness, 
Most meals come with a napkin and a moist towelette. First and business class passengers are often provided with hot towels. Love a moist towelette myself. I love a hot towel. Breakfast. During morning flights, a cooked breakfast or smaller continental style may be served. On long-haul flights and short-slash-medium-haul flights within Asia, breakfast normally includes an entree of pancakes or eggs, traditional fried breakfast foods such as sausages and grilled tomatoes, and often muffins or pastries, fruits, and breakfast cereal on the side. On shorter flights, a continental-style breakfast generally including a miniature box of breakfast cereal, fruits, and either a muffin, pastry, or bagel. Coffee and tea are offered as well, and sometimes hot chocolate. And sometimes hot chocolate. Great. Cost. Food on board a flight is usually free on full-service Asian airlines and on almost all long-distance flights, while they might cost extra on low-cost airlines or European full-service airline flights. Quality may also fluctuate due to shifts in the economics of the airline industry. On long-haul international flights in first class and business class, Most Asian and European airlines serve gourmet meals, while legacy carriers based in the U.S. tend to serve multi-course meals, including a cocktail snack, appetizer, soup, salad, entree, chicken, beef, fish, or pasta, cheeses with fruit, and ice cream. Some long-haul flights in first and business class offer such delicacies as caviar, champagne, and sorbet, intermezzo. Intermezzo? Is that a type of sorbet? No, I think they mean the sorbet that you get served in between courses as a palate cleanser. Oh, that's called intermezzo? I think so. The cost and availability of meals on U.S. airlines has changed considerably in recent years as financial pressures have forced some airlines to either begin charging for meals or abandon them altogether in favor of small snacks, as in the case of Southwest Airlines. (laughs) As... What, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> because I just took Southwest Airlines. Oh, I took Spirit recently. Mmm, gross. Yep. Eliminating free pretzels saved Northwest $2 million annually. Nowadays, the main U.S. legacy carriers, American, Delta, and United, have discontinued full meal service in economy class on short-haul U.S. domestic and North American flights while retaining it on most intercontinental routes. And at least one European carrier, Iceland Air, follows this policy on intercontinental runs as well. As of 2018, all four major U.S. legacy airlines now offer free snacks on board in economy class. United reintroduced free snacks in February 2016. From April 2016, American fully restored free snacks on all domestic flights in economy class. Free meals will also be available on certain domestic routes. Delta and Southwest have already been offering free snacks for years. Air China has reported that each domestic flight's meal requires RMB50, US $7.30, while international flights require RMB70, US $10. However, this figure varies from airline to airline, as some have reported costs to be as low as $3.50 US. Air China is also minimizing costs by loading only 95% of all meals to reduce leftovers and storing non-perishable foods for emergencies. 
1958, Pan Am and several European airlines entered into a legal dispute over whether certain airline food sandwiches counted as a meal. How did that fight end? We'll never, we, we may never know. We might never know. It's time to uh, take a quick break, everybody. So check this out. I appreciate you listening to that ad or whatever it was and supporting Wikilisten. Here we go. Preparation. Meals must generally be prepared on the ground before takeoff. Guillaume de Sion, a history professor at Albright College, who wrote about the history of airline meals, said that the higher altitudes alter the taste of the food and the function of the taste buds. According to de Sion, the food may taste dry and flavorless as a result of the pressurization and passengers feeling thirsty due to pressurization may drink alcohol when they ought to drink water. Tests have shown that the perception of saltiness and sweetness drops 30% at high altitudes. Did not know that. The low humidity in airline cabins also dries out the nose, which decreases olfactory sensors, which are essential for tasting flavor in dishes. Citation needed. But wow. Uh, yeah, and an another thing about that is airline meals tend to be covered in sauces because things get dried out. Oh yeah, where did you hear that? I watched a documentary on airline meals. You watched a documentary on airline meals? I did. What in the, why? I am interested in basically all things culinary and that documentary popped up and I found it really interesting actually. Like Got the whole it. the whole journey of an airline meal from ground to flight is a lot happens. I bet it must be riveting. I think so. Food safety is paramount in the airline catering industry. A case of mass food poisoning amongst the passengers on an airliner could have disastrous consequences. For example, on February 20th, 1992, shrimp tasted with cholera was served on Aerolinos Argentinas Flight 386. An elderly passenger died and other passengers fell ill. For this reason, catering firms and airlines have worked together to provide a set of industry guidelines specific to the needs of airline catering. The World Food Safety Guidelines for Airline Catering is offered free of charge by the International Flight Service Association. You mean we could just call them up and get one? I think we should find out. Let's do a special recording where we call them up and ask if we can get a copy by email or something. That sounds like you should do something you should do by yourself. Huh? What do you think? That could be a fun TikTok. Look out with you listeners. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Go for those fun uh, phone call TikToks. I'm going to. This has been the Wikipedia page for Airline Meal. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Smash that subscribe button. Don't smash the subscribe button. Just click it, please. Or tap it. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, please let us know. 